are rolling. This is it. This is episode 367 of No mm-hmm. Laugh Track Podcast. I am Justin Severson, the host. Lucky guy who gets to come here once a week to Acme Comedy Company in Minneapolis to interview the headlining community. Interview? Talk? Interview. Chat. I mean, I don't know, chat, yeah. swap stories. Discuss. We get to do it again. We get to do it again. <laughs> and uh, this is take two with Solomon George, yes. you know, episode 367. Yes. The truth is, I'll tell everyone real quickly here, we had just recorded a really good 45-minute oh, episode. solid. It was so good. Yeah. It was epic. Your words. Mm-hmm. Your words, epic. Yeah. And uh, then we were informed as soon as we got done that there was uh, 26 seconds uh, that survived. So we thought, you know, could we just post video and yeah. have people read our lips? Or should we just do try to do it again and keep it shorter because yeah. we have things to do? So Look, I get it. Look, guys, you missed out on possibly the best 45 minutes of my life. Uh, so when we were, well, the first thing you said when we were done was that you were thinking about using most of it as your next hour. Special. Oh yeah. It was going to be my whole hour right yeah. there. And now there it's gone to the wind. Yeah. It's lost in the canals of history. So we're going to do our best to is recreate it. Wait, it. Anals. Did I say canals? It's, I, I, is it, ana- it's, it's anals? An- Ah, sure. No. A, <laughs> <laughs> no. So, so the annals of history. So here we are. We're doing take two here with Solomon Giorgio. I will say uh, right off the bat here that we, we are doing audio and video. People should subscribe to Acme's YouTube page. Yes, please do. And uh, to here you can see the past episodes of the last couple of weeks with Sean Patton and Jackie Cation, Mike E. Winfield, Bent Washburn, Joe Larson. Larson. Are all there, Solomon? (laughs) And uh, yeah, so people should check those out. Subscribe if you're just hearing the audio, whatever you find that. Maybe you want some video too. So go to Acme's uh, YouTube page and subscribe. You won't miss any of them. And uh, yeah, you just your eyes just lit up a little bit when I said Joe Larson. Yes, and that's because we have already chatted about this. And let's uh, mention it again. Yes, because I want. I I think that's a good piece of information to uh, reinvigorate. Yeah, it's not something we're going to skip here. <laughs> oh, so no, no. for people who so Joe Larson was here headlining last week at Acme, and it was his second, second or third time for it doesn't matter. We did an update on a tattoo that he got mm-hmm. a few years ago, and I didn't. We didn't really spoil. It. He told me a few years ago last week we didn't want to spoil. It. We were just suggesting to people yeah. go back to episode three twenty six when he first describes the tattoo. And uh, but now enough people I think have heard it and reached out to me and said what an amazing story yes. that was. You don't know the story. I I didn't until recently. And so I, let's <laughs> get the uh, reaction of you hearing yes. about Joe Larson. For people who don't know, very funny comedian, and uh, decided to get a tattoo a few years ago, as he told me for the story. Yes, and he got the words "may contain nuts" on his uh, ball sack. <laughs> still good on it's his. Still- you th- the second time is still just as good as the first time is hearing it. It is hands down the like I, as I said it was it's the best worst place. It's mm-hmm. one of the, it's like it's the smartest and dumbest thing to do to yourself possibly and I can't help but respect that. Yeah. Is. <laughs> and and uh, and as Joel Larson told me that's the exact reason he did it. He did it was for the story. He realizes yeah. it's stupid and uh, but I don't he doesn't regret it either. Good. Yeah. Uh, and do you have any tattoos? No, uh, it's, there's zero tattoos on me. Uh, I kind of, I had some, I've actually wanted to get one made, uh, and I even got the artist to make it. Uh, I had a self-given nickname when I was 19, uh, Sweet Molasses Brown, and I... That's not real. It's a very true story. What? I paid a tattoo artist uh, money to draw a ferry boat scene with the Sweet Molasses Brown uh, on top of it, and it was going to be a big back piece, and I chickened out immediately and just paid the artist the money for the artwork oh <laughs> wow okay yeah. so it worked out for them yeah they got money no matter what and i didn't have to uh 
hurt my back. <laughs> and do you reg- you you're happy? You sustained oh, by that decision? I'm yeah. I don't regret it. Uh, <laughs> well, I suppose because yeah, you could go back and do it now. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna though. I'm I have I have zero pain tolerance, and the fact that Joe got it on his testicles is that is beyond belief. Like that. <laughs> yeah, and for people, uh, imagine so like um, I have a friend that that. Uh, that owns an apple orchard, and they also grow pumpkins. And, yeah, I'm gonna, this will tie in here. This yeah. is something I didn't mention last time. And she does a thing where when, when the pumpkins first sprout and they're really small, you take, like, a pen or a knife or something, and you can scrape. Like uh, what she did with my daughter, she scraped their names on the oh. side of a pumpkin. And then as it gets bigger, the, the n- name, you know, gets bigger along with the pumpkin. Oh, all wow. of a sudden it shows up, and it's a really cool, like, you know, unique Gift. That's cool. Yeah? But your testicles don't grow. They stay the same. <laughs> so like, if you got it on his penis, that'd be hilarious. Because it's like, what does that say? And then you're like, oh. <laughs> right. Yeah, so the uh, the only way, basically, Joe describes that uh, to get that tattoo so that it looks normal. I mean, you can't, you can't just put it on a wrinkly no. piece of skin. That had to be stretched out. To yep. get it accurate, ah. you, had to stre- you had to stretch out that <laughs> balloon. You had to you had to start with the full grown pumpkin, basically. Yeah. I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. Start with the full grown pumpkin that's, and work backwards. That's look. I that is a trooper for a cause. Yeah. I I don't think I've committed anything that dumped. Well, no, I have, but not permanently. <laughs> uh, when I first told you, did you feel it like in your? Uh, like the phantom no, pain at all? I haven't felt anything in my nuts in years. And <laughs> <laughs> that's just a condition I have. <laughs> oh, that's there. Yeah. yeah, it's fine. It's, <laughs> no, actually, it's, it's actually liberating. It's liberating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yep. So there's our Joe Larson talk. We're um, going over the checklist of things that we yeah. talked about. We're redoing this here. So here's another one uh, that we talked about. I uh, mentioned our, our uh, mutual com- comedic friend, Matt Bronner. Yes, of course. He did a show here. Uh, not here at Acme. Well, he's been at Acme. He's been on this podcast several times. Great guy. He did a, he did a few shows at a different place in mm-hmm. town last weekend in the Twin Cities. Yes. And posted a video afterwards saying how happy he was with the crowd that showed up. Set was good. But he wanted to point out about how a couple, married couple, came up to him after the show. And the husband spoke up and said, um, my wife would like to do a line of cocaine with you. Yes. Yes. And- Here's the thing. He turned it down. Yeah, I've obviously turned it down. He's a he's a respectful, polite, kind human man, uh, and one of, actually a very good, sweet human. Like, I think he's one of the best out there. Um, How much cocaine were you offered last night? At, I was at offered. The show? Here's the issue: is no one offers me drugs because I guess I look like I'm a narc. Uh, <laughs> and I think it's the turtlenecks. I have so many of them, and that's all I've been wearing this winter. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's that's to yeah. hide the, the wire. Yeah, that's so like it immediately looks like you're snitching on everyone. So no one's no one's offering me cocaine, and honestly, yeah, and and honestly, that's a, that's the right reaction. Is that we uh, as a collective, uh, as comedians, we do get offered drugs all the time. Uh, uh, he like Matt is one of the rare treats that's like no. Uh, m- I, about ninety percent of the time, you'll get somebody who's like yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I've talked with other comedians in the past. Uh, you know, like comedians that are known for doing pot humor. Yeah. Right. And uh, Minnesota's not a state where you can carry around some weed legally. Yeah. So you know, you might want to show up in town and yeah. just hope that somebody brings you some and i've seen comedians flat out mention yeah. it on stage and of then course. of course what does that lead to six different people out of the audience going hey let's smoke want to smoke a bowl let's go on the alley smoke a bowl and let's hang out and smoke a bowl that's handy it's a i personally um 
It's a vibe you give out. Either very, uh, I, like I just yeah I don't like I don't smoke weed, which is also I definitely would have done cocaine with them, but that's just <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. I wouldn't do cocaine with anyone. Please do not show up cocaine unless you already have it and I'm already here. <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's you get offered a lot of things as a comic uh, after a show, and for men and women, yeah, and for me, like that's the story. Like, he, like they offered him a line, which I think is like, like I think they were trying to get something else out of him. When somebody's like, "My wife wants to <laughs> do a line of cocaine with you," I'm like, "There's, there's like, there's usually an addendum." Once yeah. you like, you, you you can't just trust strangers. Uh, as soon, <laughs> and then as soon as we're high as fuck, we're gonna, yeah. right, we're gonna fuck. Oh yeah, <laughs> and like once uh, the cocaine's done, uh, it, both of our penises will go. And I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> so you liked the set? Is that what? You're... Yeah. Huh? Yeah. I see. Yeah, it's uh, definitely. Yeah, I've never been offered uh, any drugs. Uh, been offered a lot of uh, creepy hugs, uh, and people like people ask me to go to a second location, and I'm like, I can't do that. It's uh, <laughs> it's a rule. I, I hope have. they don't say it. Uh, I'd like to take you to a second location because that's a definitely re- a red flag. Well, they definitely tell me the second location, <laughs> and I'm just still like, I can't. Right. I got. I, I'm gonna go do something. Uh, in the opposite side yeah, of town. I'm going to make something up that I'm going to go yeah, do right I'm, now. Yeah, for sure. I'm not, I'm not going right back to my hotel room to play Nintendo. That is for sure not what I'm going to do. <laughs> right. Which is actually what I always do. Do you travel with video games? I do. I travel. I have a Switch, so it's a handheld. So you can take it anywhere. No kidding. I mean, I knew that, but you're doing that, huh? Oh, of course. Yeah, there's uh, there's actually people who who take a whole, like, like a whole PlayStation with them as they travel. Uh, and it is... Is a good time waster. Uh, yeah, it's the best way to get a whole day out of the way because, like, that's that's what you have to do when you're on the road. Uh, like, you have to f- figure out what to do with your whole day. Right. And uh, Minneapolis, I love you, but it is cold. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I don't, I don't have much outdoor time to give. So I have, I have to be inside playing video games. You don't want to go ice fishing? I don't. I don't think I'll ever do that, <clears throat> regardless of where I am. Yeah. It's not specifically Minneapolis. I would just would never ever go ice anything. <laughs> mm-hmm. I ice skating. I know. See, it's again, it's anything that requires me to be in the cold for a long duration of time. I'm probably all the way out. You're six four. That's a long way to fall. Yeah, it's, as well. it's and the ice is never soft. It's uh, decidedly to, decides to always be painful to land on, and that's. That's what I have an issue with. <laughs> yeah. I know someone that's an orthopedic surgeon, and beca- I mean, he lives in the perfect place. So many people fall and cre- break their wrists uh, and ankles, and he steady work forever. Uh, see, yeah, he'll never run out. See, that's good investment. Right? Yeah, just so that's what you're looking around to see what the best thing you can do to get money and uh-huh. see more power to him. Yeah. I, uh, but he will never see me as a patient. I can assure <laughs> you of that. <laughs> At least not with that story. Oh, uh, no, no. Not with an ice skating story. <laughs> Like I probably would like fall down a set of stairs on my own regards. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That that's uh wow. Yeah, they were not slippery. I was just uh <laughs> trying and to move forward. <laughs> they were carpeted and I still uh hit yeah. every one of them on the way down. It was Velcro floor and I don't know yeah, even know. <laughs> <laughs> I still managed I still managed to fall. So we uh the last time we were here was a little over two years ago. Yes. That was episode two seventy nine. And uh, you had recently released your al- album, mm-hmm. and we talked about that, and me as a uncomfortable white guy saying mm-hmm. certain words in front of a black guy in front of me, I, you teased me because I had a oh, really yes. hard time. I, I, I paused and basically waited for you to say it, the name yeah. of your album. We're two years later. I'm woke now, 
<laughs> the way you say it scares me. <laughs> <laughs> it scares me too. I take it all back. Homo Negro Superior yes. is the name of your album that is fantastic. Thank you. Still available. Yeah, everywhere a uh, comedy album can be purchased or listened to. It's all digital. I, I have no physical copies of my album. Okay. okay. So if you come to the show expecting a copy, I have none. Uh, I'll just I, I can sign your phone if you download it. <laughs> but that's the most I can. Do. So uh, are you selling? Do you have any merch or anything you're selling on the you road? You know, here? I'm uh, I'm one of those people who uh, knows the value of uh, selling merch and uh, still don't do it. Okay. <laughs> I, I, my uh, my laziness is a strong brand. It is. Like, I, get- I love traveling. And I love writing material. I like going out of my way. But anything outside of that, sorry guys, I. You missed. You could have got some money out of me because I'm on a hot streak of buying the T-shirt or whatever from the uh, the talent that's in town. Oh, believe me, I, my collection is getting big, and I'm happy about that. And, and honestly, I, I feel bad. And I sell me the T-shirt bad. you're wearing right now. Uh, it's a turtleneck, and you can't afford it. <laughs> <laughs> because it's. It, I'm it, not going to argue that it doubles in value once I wear it, and it wasn't cheap to begin with. So it's really. <laughs> Like, I don't want you to spend too much money. <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I uh, I probably wouldn't get my money's worth. I wouldn't wear it enough. Uh, see, that's the thing. When it comes to the turtleneck, you ha- it's such... This is... this is I, like, I don't, like, I don't get to wear it in L.A., so this is, like, me enjoying myself. Oh, yeah, I bet. Yeah, I'm thrilled. I'm elated. I, like, I have five turtlenecks ready to go. Do they just... Uh, when you get back home, do they stay in the suitcase for the next road trip to a cold uh, climate? I have... Like right now in LA, it is that perfect climate at night where I can still pull them out. Ah, uh, just during the yes. day, I'm wearing uh, short sleeves and uh, and just waiting for the evening when I can finally throw my turtleneck on like a weird superhero. <laughs> <laughs> turtleneck man, <laughs> not turtle man. Turtleneck no, man. Turtleneck man. He just uh, just really comfortable <laughs> and likes to say perchance a lot. <laughs> no no kerchief here. It's nope. a, that area's Look, already covered. I might, I might get a kerchief. We don't know. Let's. I actually own a couple. I need to start wearing them out. Really? <laughs> yes. I, I, I have an ascot. I have a cape. I, I, uh, I, I just, I've acquired a lot of uh, fancy things that people shouldn't have. Does the cape? Did I see you wear that on two yes, dope queens? One of my capes I wore on two dope queens. <laughs> I, 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 like, I should have said. Capes. I I said one, didn't I? Mm-hmm. There's more than one. Plural. Yeah. Yes. It's. I'm always going to be a multiple cape person. I love that. <laughs> That's awesome. And there's also cloaks. You got to. There's a difference. Oh boy. Oh yeah. Is the clo- cloak is longer. Ye- sure. Sure. I think. Uh, yes. Uh, cloaks are longer. Capes tend to be a little shorter. Uh, cloak probably goes around, surrounds you more. Cloak correct? is floor length. Floor length. Yeah. Anything shorter than that is a cape. Well, okay. like it's really. I think it's. It really depends on how you feel. What would Superman say about capes? Uh, he'd say that uh, I own too many capes. Uh, is what he'd say. He's like, I. You don't do anything <laughs> to help the world. What is your superpower? <laughs> So I want to uh, uh, talk briefly again about the. Uh, there was the Richard Pryor special that yes. was on TV about a week ago. I watched it. Mm. It's. If if you can find it on demand or whatever, it's it's worth watching. Yeah, if you're it was a CNN fan. Or? No, it was on ABC. ABC, wow, network TV. They're they're taking risks. With ABC. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hey, TGI Friday. This is, <laughs> they're not settling just for Urkel anymore. They're going a little more uh, hard edge comedy there. Oh, good. <laughs> um, 
So it's a it's really good special. I learned things, uh, some things about Pryor that I didn't mm-hmm. know before. But one thing that really stood out to me, uh, it, it uh, when his album came out, this N word crazy, yeah, and he was doing a tour of uh, you know he was doing media stuff, promoting yeah. it, doing performances, and he was on the Dick Cavett show, and. Dick is holding the album and he says <laughs> the name right there, and he's just like, uh, mm, eh. I, like it's he's he flat out says, "I'm not going to yeah, say this. Bit. I'm not going to say the name of this title on television." And uh, it brought me back yes. to doing the podcast with you when I'm like, and then your <laughs> album, mm-hmm, that you uh, like say, and they're not on the same level. Yeah, they're but, not, but it's also fun. To, like I and I, as we mentioned before, I love watching white people be uncomfortable saying words, uh, and I'm sure Dick Cavett. Has said nigga many a times. <laughs> I'm a hundred percent sure he probably said it as Richard Pryor was showing up to set that day. <laughs> yeah, probably, is that N here yet or what? <laughs> yes. Like I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, but it's <laughs> but it's always nice to see the uh, the, the oh I got to be careful. <laughs> like all right, couple of drinks and no black people around. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's the uh, what's the classic? You know what's what's the first line of a, one of those jokes? Is the oh, looking the, uh, over your shoulder? Right? Oh. Uh, the the best part of somebody about sell racist joke is look I can't remember it's, it's been like so that. long yeah. ah man something like that I'll remember one day something like that let me if anybody check. remembers a street joke please uh, send me an email at no don't <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's talk about well I want to mention the people that are working you with you this week the yes. MC is Mike Hurley and mm-hmm. the feature is Mike Lester Mike and Mike. Mike, Mike Eminem. and Mike on stage, and then not Mike. Mike, yes, Mike, and third, not Mike. Yeah, just oddly enough, I think I'm just going to go by Mike for the rest of the weekend. Just to, I, I don't want Mikey, inter- Michael. I don't want to interrupt the flow uh, because it seems like it's the right thing. That it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My dad's Can, middle name is Michael, so that should I should I should use that. It is. No, it's his last name. Actually, I forgot that my dad's last name is Michael. <laughs> uh, what is my dad's last name? I keep forgetting. Uh, we don't have the same last name, so it's. Um, yeah, I, I like that. Three three mics. Uh, so we we talked about two, that. two white mics and one black mic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I totally lost my train of thought now. What was I saying? Beep burp beep burp. Now you're gonna have to do some editing. Oh well, because I forgot my train of no, thought. No, keep it. Oh, keep it. I don't it. want like with this. Like, oh, let, I know Mike like, Lester. Yes. Yeah. So Mike Lester's. Uh, he's he announced on Facebook. That if people are Mike Lester fans, they need to come. Not yeah. only, uh, I mean, a great reason to come is because Solomon Giorgio's uh, here, and he hasn't been here in two years. But Mike Lester, who you may know from you know being around here more than Solomon, uh, he's leaving town. Yeah. And he's a funny guy. He's announced it. So as he flat out told me uh, before the show, he's like, "I'm like an inmate on death row. I'm just <laughs> giving zero fucks. And it, sit it, back it, and enjoy." And honestly, he's so fucking funny. So I can only if this is him unhinged. It's Absolutely perfect. Yeah, and it's worth watching because it's it's a fun watch. So people definitely need it. It's just another good reason to uh, well, like, come. If to you want to see a loose cannon, <laughs> yes, uh huh. But he's like he's like he's so he's still like even he's like I'm just going like it's still very great construct to jokes. So it's like you're not really <laughs> mm-hmm. like you're definitely it's yeah, it's just really fun to watch, especially when he's riffing. It's just so. And he also has one of those things where. Uh, he, he may be riff. Uh, it may be a well rehearsed uh, bit, but it may sound riffed because yeah. he's that good. Yeah, he right? is. Yeah. Hands down. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk real quickly about some of the. You've done some writing in the yes, last year or so. You're not just yes. a stand-up comedian. You do you do writing. You run, yes. write funny things. I'm very wealthy now, and uh, most of it is through writing for television. I uh, you didn't blow all the money on turtlenecks yet. So. Oh no, I have. Um, that's why I have to still keep working on TV. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm. Tomorrow, Friday the 24th, uh, I wrote I for season two of Shrill, uh, starring A.D. Bryant, who is a brilliant, genius person, com- comedian, hard worker, and just phenomenal. Uh, and then uh, coming up on Valentine's Day, uh, they're releasing a TV remake of um, the High Fidelity, uh, which will be starring Zoe Kravitz playing the iconic role uh, played by John Cusack in the movie. In the movie. And she's also another... Icon, legend, and I'm yeah. just, I don't know. I don't know how this happened, uh, but I get to have amazing, brilliant celebrities in my life that I get to write for. So, I'm I'm a lucky boy. Yeah. <laughs> and Shrill is available on Hulu. Shrill and High Fidelity will both be on Hulu. So High Fidelity is, a legi- is not a TV. It's a movie. Like a- it's a TV show as well. They're oh, both it is. TV shows, and they're both going to be on Hulu. Oh, okay. And I wrote on both of them, and people are just going to have to accept that. <laughs> I saw you in the last, was it last year on Crashing? Yes, I actually wrote for that show as well. Nice. And then I got to make a, a brief appearance as myself, which was pretty fun. Right? <laughs> it's, uh, the role I was played to, I was uh, meant to play was just me. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we, 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 uh, we cast this thing, and uh, mm-hmm. you were the best. Really? Thank you. Yeah, it's like we thought uh, we wrote the part in, and you seem to be the most fitting person for it. We're like, fantastic. I really like it. <laughs> How, what, did you write just for one episode? Um, crashing? Well, I like for crashing. I was more along the lines of was pitching and helping do rewrites uh, because, like, when you're in a room, it's like you do like for Shrill and uh, High Fidelity. Like, there's two episodes specifically say that they're written by me, uh, but it's a team. Like, everyone works together as a team. Everyone rewrites as a team. Everyone pitches and starts uh, puts, helps put together the outline as a team. So yeah. it's like you get the credit for that episode, but it's not a solo venture by any means. Sure, sure. You know, uh, in our last, uh, in our one we recorded an hour mm-hmm. ago, something I never asked you: acting. Do you? How, how acting. are you in acting? I um, it's a thing I love to do, but it is a harder game to break into. Uh, and I don't try as hard as other people to get into the world of acting. Like I definitely want to do it, but I'm not like, if I don't get the part, all is gonna fall apart. Like it's it's just it is what it is, and. If I get more parts, great. If I don't, oh well, case or <laughs> Yeah. What would be the the perfect balance for you uh, career-wise, like with comedy, uh, doing stand-up, performing stand-up in front of a crowd, and writing or acting? Well, well, my end goal is to have my to sell my own show and also be the star of it. And then I just feel like it's a Seinfeld dream. Like, it's everyone wants that. At, like, and But also, if it never happens, I'm fine because my dreams kind of already came true. So it's uh, good. <laughs> So, uh, I also didn't mention this, but your episode, it was like, it's like a year and a half old now, of uh, You Made It Weird with Pete Holmes. I listened back to that one. It, it is fantastic. You two cover a lot of the things that we didn't, that mm-hmm. I decided I didn't want to get into, like more of the, yeah. like your history of where you started. Yeah. And you guys talk a lot about uh, when you came out of the closet yeah. and, and all types of stuff. And uh, I, I just encourage everyone who wants to get that part yeah. of your story, you should <laughs> definitely listen oh, to yeah. that episode. Uh, of you made it weird with Pete Holmes. Yeah, and if you if you could remind me of what I said, that'd be great. 
because I really I, I like the second I step out of a podcast I'm like yeah did I give too much away who knows I <laughs> I might have given my social security number on that one who knows <laughs> yo I've been using it for, <laughs> Good, uh, please. for a week thank you now, and it's... somebody needs to bring that credit score up <laughs> you're welcome you're welcome <laughs> by the way mm-hmm. uh, no what, one of the things you, uh, Shit, now I did it again. I forgot. One of the things you guys talked about on there was, oh, he says that this this sounds like a movie. Your life story sounds like a movie. Oh, wow. And maybe you don't remember that. And But he uh. says that, and I'm thinking, I had been thinking that for the last 10 minutes listening to it, is you're going back to, you know, like uh, living in a camp or whatever. Like the, oh, in the, when I was born, yes. I in the born, like yeah. in the Sudan yeah. and running away from home and uh, yeah. living in a hostel and... I mean, that could be a movie, a series. Yeah, I there's think, a hell, look. I've hell of a story. It. Uh, I'm uh, gonna do it one day. Just very lazy about it right <laughs> now. <laughs> but I'm no, yeah, to put no, the no, pressure I'm, on. But no, but yeah, no. That's uh, developing takes some time. So it's like I've I've been out there pitching and trying to get stuff done, but I can't complain to get to work on other people's stuff and get paid money to tell another person's story because that's pretty goddamn fun too. Yeah, but we'll see. We'll see. The, the, we don't know what the future holds. Mm-hmm. One other thing I want to ask you is when you t- – because you talk about family in mm-hmm. your act quite a bit. Uh, or sometimes you do. Oh, a lot. Every single time. Yeah. <laughs> do – are there any members of the family that are hearing things and like, Solomon, maybe you don't – maybe that's too private or I'm that upsets me or um, – or is it the opposite? Like, hey, you're forgetting a part of the story. <laughs> my siblings are like my, – my younger brothers are very much like – Actually, this is how it happened. And then you're like, fantastic. I forgot that chunk. Uh, my mom, te- like, my parents tend not to watch most of my comedy. So I'm pretty, like, it's a. Do you like it that way? Oh, yeah. yeah. I want to be, I just want to be loose. I don't want, like, like I know they're going to eventually one day hear this or that, but I'm not too concerned. Yeah. Like, my, my parents were shitty. So I, I get to say whatever I want to about them on stage. <laughs> it's the, uh, like, they don't have to apologize to me. And, and, return i don't have to apologize to them yeah so yeah that could work out for everybody it's an even balance mm-hmm. it's a fair trade that's what i say like look if you're not gonna do you, you kind of sucked uh so i'm gonna just talk a little bit of shit <laughs> but yeah for the most part yeah there's really i've never had any pushback from anyone i think it's for them like i've been lucky enough it's mostly my brothers and they're both very much like Say this instead. This is what exactly what happened. So, like, I get I get to juice your details, which is the best way to live your life. Yeah. All right, uh, Brandon. I'm going a little farther here. I'm going yeah. a little farther. Just a little farther. I got one more. Yeah. That we uh, that we need to quickly rehash. So yes. on stage last night, you mentioned the first gay bar you went to. Oh yes. And then I, I was at the show last night with my wife and another couple. Yeah. And on the way home, my guy friend mm-hmm. is like, uh, "Hey." That gay bar that Solomon mentioned last night is going to the first <laughs> one. I went to that bar, and it's the first time I went into a gay bar. And my friend's uh, straight. Yeah. He went there with another guy and a few women. Mm-hmm. They uh, they just you know went to, like, like any other reason, be yeah. able to go to have fun at a bar and do yeah. some drinking. And he was describing it he just like you did. Like, there's the dance floor. Like, yeah. one level has a dance floor, another level... He, uh, he dart descri- boards and Dart boards and pool yes. tables. And that's where they ended up hanging out. And he told me he's never, when they left, he never had never felt more like a piece of meat, didn't pay for one drink the whole night, and uh, he, he, he's, uh, 
He was happy they went, but uh, didn't didn't like the the meat aspect of it. Well, too bad for him. Too bad uh, for him. That's how it's going to work. First of all, I was never. I've, I was going. I went there for ten years. No one ever treated me like a piece of meat or bought me a drink. So. He owes me. Uh-huh. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, next time I see him, he has to treat me like a piece of meat. <laughs> <laughs> How many drinks does he owe you? <laughs> oh, however many he drank. Uh, <laughs> but no, that's it's. Look, if you uh, if you look like a slightly uncomfortable straight guy in a gay bar, you're gonna get uh, honed in on. Uh, He's a handsome guy, so I mean, I could see him getting attention. Well, uh, that's even more disrespectful. I you, you, I don't get treated like that. Homo negro. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> All's fair. Um, but no, yeah, no one's ever. I, I think one person bought me a drink the whole time I was there, and he was like. In his fifties, when I was nine, no, when I was sorry, I was like I was not nineteen when I was there. Uh, when I was like twenty-one, I was like, ah, sir, <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> By the way, we did we did the math because you describe. Uh, I mean, this wasn't recent, obviously. No, uh, as you just you just told me now, just now, you started going there for ten years. Then uh, yeah. we did the math. You literally, this could have been the same night. Like we, did I could have math. bought him a drink, probably. We, I'm I was not probably kidding. harassing him. <laughs> we did the math, and it's probably the same year. That's not true. I don't play darts, so <laughs> I've never met this man in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Everything lines up with the dartboard. Yeah, I like that. I, that was the floor I would just walk right past. I mm-hmm. never ever stopped for a moment. What was the What was the other floor? Yeah, because there's a first floor is just a regular bar and like with like seats uh, and TV screens, and then this third floor is where the dance floor is. So the middle floor is just, like, pool tables and dartboards, which is, like, I play pool, but not when I'm trying to fuck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I've never... The second Minnesota fats over yeah, here? Yeah, like, I probably spent all of ten minutes on that floor because it's just on the way to the first and the third floor. Are you trying to say that that's where the, the heterosexual people, people hang out? Is that what yeah, you're saying? Yeah, that's how we know. <laughs> <laughs> to come and buy them drinks and touch their bodies. <laughs> Solomon, you're the best. <laughs> I don't think we can top that. No. That's I mean, we topped it. it an hour ago, but no one's going to hear that. So. Oh, well, yeah, well, uh, we, we'll, we'll know. We'll know. We'll know. And the beauty of it is uh, when you hopefully come back a year from now, yeah. I still have I still have stuff here we'll that get, we're going to we'll talk about. We're going to do it all over again. We're going to do it we'll all over it again. Up, and I'll probably I will for sure forget. <laughs> so yeah. you can easy bring it up like it's brand new to me. <laughs> Perfect. This has been great. Uh, if we get this posted today, uh, it's Thursday. You have show tonight, and then two Friday, two Saturday. Exactly. Get uh, get on the phone, get on the internet, and get those tickets and come see the show. Hey, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, now we're done. <laughs>